Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Professional Black Woman Association. You can visit us on the web at www.thepbwa.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage you, the listener. And second, we want to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., on the Blog Talk Worldwide Network. Today is Monday, August the 2nd, 2010, and I hope you are as excited about your future as I am because it is very bright. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so go and spread the word. Now, before we go any further, we've been saying this since day one of 2010. Everybody knows, and those of you all who've just joined our show, this is your first time tuning in. This is our slogan that we are wearing out this year. So you have to hear it first, and then we want you to join in with us. So here it is. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. Say it with us again. You got to say it like you mean it, like you know it. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. Now, I've got a question for everybody that's on the line today. Have you ever heard that expression, oh, what you don't know, oh, it can't really hurt you? Well, I'm here to say whoever said that was clueless. I wish I could find out who said that, really. I truly I did, because what you don't know can hurt you, and not only can it hurt you, but it can cost you dearly. Trust me, I'm a living witness of that. It's especially when it comes to making money, keeping money, and leaving some money behind. Now, I know some of you already heard you say, well, I'm really not trying to leave anything behind. But for those of us who would like to leave a legacy, please understand today is the show for you. We are so excited to have three top money experts on our show today, Ms. Patricia Vinnie, Douglas Aze, and Mr. Brian Green. We will be discussing how the tax laws are designed to benefit business owners. That's right. How the tax laws, you didn't hear me stutter too well, too much on that. They are designed to benefit business owners and how you can use insurance to create wealth. Now, what I need for everybody to do right now, I need for you to go and call everybody you know. We want you to email them, text them, and tell them that they have got to tune into this show today. No more excuses after today's show because we are going to make sure you have the proper information information to continue to be successful. So what we need you to do is tell them to dial 347-838-9278, or they can listen live on the web or back to the show on replay at www.wealthysistas.com. We also want to remind each and every one of you right now to mark us as your favorite. Mark us right there as your favorite on the, on the website there because you will get a special uh, reminder one hour of the show on every Monday and you can also follow us on Facebook under Deborah Hartnett uh, Twitter under Deborah Hartnett of Wealthy Sisters and also LinkedIn. Now back to our fabulous guest. Miss Patricia Vinnie is actually uh, a CPA. She is the owner of the Vinnie Financial Group. Patricia worked as the, at the United States Fidelity and Guarantee for over 10 years as a senior accountant before coming an entrepreneur. She actually has her Series 6 and 63 and 
and is a licensed health and life insurance agent. Mr. Douglas Aze is the CEO of Largo Financial Services. Douglas has more than 15 years' experience. He started Largo Financial Services in 2000, so he's celebrating 10 years this year. Uh, Largo Financial uh, Services currently has offices in Florida, Maryland, and Virginia with over 80 active financial consultants on this team. This company earned the ranking in number one division of American Classic Agency, that's their affiliate partner, with gross average annual life insurance sales of over $6 million last year. Largo Financial, we are very proud to say, is a sponsor of the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. Now, Mr. Brian Green is the founder and the developer of this I mean, I cannot wait to tell you guys about this, this track log system. It is phenomenal. Brian has built a solid foundation as an entrepreneur. He has more than 20 years of various industries from real estate to IT. And prior to becoming a business owner, he held senior-level management positions with companies like Pacific Bell and WorldCom. Brian is also Senior Vice President of Shock Theory Interactive, a web development company founded in 2000, which has resulted resulted in major success of the company. TrackLog, of course, we are so happy to say, is also a proud sponsor of the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. So after this short break, we will come back and you will hear from our dynamic guest today. Stay tuned. I'm telling you, this is the show to listen to today. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Thermal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, hello. We are back live on Wealthy Sisters. This is Deborah Hartnett. And our very special guest today are Miss Patricia Vinny. Douglas Aze and Brian Green. They are the top money experts, and I'm telling you, you want to make sure you are tuned in to this show today. Remind everybody to dial 347-838-9278 or listen to us live here on the web and catch our awesome replay or any of our wonderful extra episodes at www.wealthysisters.com. Let me go ahead and open the line here for Miss Patricia. Hello, Miss Patricia. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Hello, Deborah. How are you today? Oh, we are doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being our very special guest today. Well, thank you for inviting me. You are so welcome, and we're going to ask you if you could just speak a little louder just so that everybody can hear you. We don't want them to miss any of this awesome information that you're going to share with us today. No problem, no problem. Well, wow, wow, wonderful. Well, let us just go ahead and get started. This is a jam-packed show today for an hour, and uh, we want to make sure we cover as much information as possible. But before we get started, our audience just has to know a little bit more about you. Uh, Where are you from? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Wonderful, wonderful. My office is actually located in Windsor Mill, Maryland. Okay, wonderful. Now, had you always thought about being an entrepreneur, or how did you actually step out into that area? You know what, Deborah? Um, it's it's actually very interesting. It crossed my mind when I was in corporate America, and I kept putting it out of my mind, putting it out of my mind. And I'm a very spiritual person, and I know that's the direction that God was leading me in. And so, as a result, my job was eliminated, and they told me that I could go to St. Paul if I wanted to, or I could, you know, just be laid off, and so that's what I chose to do, and that was my opportunity to step out on faith and just do my own thing. Well, wow, I can imagine, you know, stepping out, truly using that word faith is definitely what it took after being in corporate America for that time. Well, you know, what what were some of the things that you did to actually prepare yourself or um, to actually say, I'm going to do this? 
because you could have had that option to go to a, another job, um, especially with your expertise. But what was the, the I guess, the f- determining factor for you? I think the determining factor for me was just the knowledge that I had that entrepreneurial spirit, and mm-hmm. I knew that this was meant for me. And this was an opportunity. I, you know, I had the money from my layoff, and I just knew that this was an opportunity for me to just step out and try it, um, and, and that's what I did. That's basically well, what I did. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, as we talk about the advantages, I, I, I love um, the, the fact of the, the knowledge, you know, that we can gain. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, having that that old idea that uh, what we don't know can't hurt us mm-hmm. and it really can't cost us, especially when we talk about the tax advantages of being a business owner. Um, I know a lot of times we see people, we hear people that if they own, I don't know, any type of business, oh, don't just pay me in cash or right, just right. all those type of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we've, I've learned that, you, you know, you really don't have to go through all those type of measures um, when it comes to the tax laws. What are uh, some of those advantages that you get from owning your own business? Well, one of the most important important advantages is just doing what you have a passion for, you know, mm-hmm. making money while you're doing it, and most importantly, writing off the expenses that are incurred to make the money that you're making. Um, mm-hmm. You know, most people want to not pay taxes, but truth be told, Deborah, if you're paying taxes, what does that mean? That means you're making money. Thank so you. Right. So Let me pay taxes on two million right now. Exactly, exactly. So the bottom line is we don't want to pay top dollar in taxes. So the goal uh-huh. is just to make sure that we know all the deductions and all the ins and outs that are, are out there for the business owner so that we don't have to pay top dollar in taxes. So mm-hmm. it's, it's again I go back to my original statement, it's knowledge. You know, knowledge is power. And the bottom mm-hmm. line is we need to just as business owners, be educated on the various deductions, which we can talk about, you know, shortly, uh, the various deductions that are out there for our business owners. Yes, that is so true, and and I love the fact that you said that knowledge is power, and, and, and today we want to make sure we add on to that applied knowledge because we want all of our listeners that are tuning in to be taking notes so that you can apply this and get ready because is this the time, is this the right time, would you say, to prepare uh, for their 2011 Season. This is the mm-hmm. best time to start preparing for 2011 so that you can start putting um, all of the things that you need in place in terms of start looking at uh, your record keeping, making sure that all you have all the records necessary to write off the deductions that you have for your tax returns as far as your contributions. Now's the time to start donating that those bags and bags of clothes to the Goodwill so that you can have them done by the end of the year. So now is absolutely the best time. Well, that's wonderful, and I'm glad you mentioned that about the deductions. Let's let's discuss some of those commonly used business deductions, and then I like to talk about some of those things that people never think about that they can actually deduct as well. Okay, okay. Um, Let's start with, say, the home office deduction. Uh, Most people don't necessarily use the home office deduction because for whatever reason people fear fear that if they use that deduction, they're asking for an audit. Well, I think that that's just not a, a true statement. I think as long, again, as long as you have proper documentation and mm-hmm. you're using the home office exclusively for the business, then mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a legitimate deduction that you can take and you can write off a portion of your gas and electric and a portion of your telephone bill and different things in your home that, um, that you use while um, utilizing your office in the home. In addition to that, you have, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, in addition to that, you have office supplies, of course, that you use. You can write off the furniture that you put in that office, uh, other equipment, computers, printers, that type of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. software, software that you may purchase for your business, uh, subscriptions. If you uh, subscribe to a particular magazine that enhances your business in any way, you can write that off. Mileage, mm-hmm. of course, is something that we're going to talk about a little bit uh, later because I'm excited to hear about this uh, uh, gentleman's uh, product. So mileage mm-hmm. is a huge, huge um, uh, deduction that you can take on the taxes as well. 
travel, if you go out of town and you're mm-hmm. you're um, taking care of business while you're out of town, you can take a percentage of that as a deduction. Let's say you have to entertain clients. You need to take a client out to dinner. You can take a portion of that as a deduction. Insurance mm-hmm. premiums, uh, retirement contributions, of course, the payroll taxes, uh, telephone charges. And one of the things that most people forget about are, is the interest uh, on your business credit card or mm-hmm. interest on business loans. When you take mm-hmm. out a business loan to um, further your business for whatever reason, even if it's just for operating cash flow, those that interest is, that, that is deducted for those loans are is a deduction on the tax return as well. So those are some I'm, of the common ones that most people use. I'm glad you brought that up about the interest because you're right. I mean, I guess a lot of our listeners on the line might be too young to remember there was a point as a a regular W-2 filer that we could write off the interest on our credit cards. But I believe it was the 80s, late 80s, or uh, that that was changed. And now, as as a business owner, you can actually do that, which is why. We encourage people to start their business, especially a home-based business, um, uh, to be able to take advantage of that. That's, I, I love that. Um, you also talked about the travel. Now, someone's taking their children out of town. You're going to Disney World anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would they make that a business trip? Well, the main way to make it a business trip is you have to possibly meet with someone that, can help you with your business or someone, a client, a potential client. Suppose mm-hmm. you're going to go to Disney World, but a potential client is also in Florida as well. So you mm-hmm. can take a percentage of that deduction. However, I mean, if you're in the hotel room, you still have to take that whole deduction because you would have to stay in that hotel room as well. But, of course, if you had two hotel rooms and one was for your children, you would only take the one that you stayed in, of course. But right, as long right. as you... As long as you are there talking about business, doing anything to enhance your business, then you have a legitimate business deduction for for travel. Oh, that isn't that incredible. I know when I first learned all of this, my mouth, I was just so totally stunned mm-hmm. uh, about that, and especially when you think about now all of these sky boxes that you see in these uh, Golf tournaments, I know in Atlanta where I grew up, <laughs> the Masters, of course, is just two hours away in Augusta. And it, you would see all of the the, the, the famous um, CEOs come in and, and all these other people fly in mm-hmm. with, with their private jets at the private airport, stop yeah. off of an Atlanta for a nice meeting, and head on down <laughs> to Augusta. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> And it's all a deduction. What are some of the other things? What about children as as you hire your kids? What about that? Uh, How can that be used as a a deduction as well? Well, hiring your children is actually a good thing because you don't have to, you can pay them, take that deduction, Mm -hmm. but then you don't have to pay those the payroll taxes on your children. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. um, actually a huge deduction that, you can utilize and uh, benefit from and still, you know, you're going to pay your children an allowance anyway, so this way mm-hmm. you can pay them for assisting you in your business and very well write that off as well on your tax return and not have to worry about the, the that Social Security tax and as long as you don't go over the, the, the exemption amount for that child. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you just make that exemption amount, would you explain to us what that is just in layman's terms? In other words, what the exemption is for 2000 and say you do this in 2011, um, mm-hmm. whatever the exemption is for 2011, we don't even know what that is right now, but mm-hmm. um, let's say it's $5,300 um, mm-hmm. or $3,500, whatever that exemption amount is, as long as you don't go over that dollar amount, then you don't have to worry about paying the taxes on that, mm-hmm. paying the payroll mm-hmm. taxes on that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, and that's another write-off as well. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the uh, home is concerned, uh, part of your your mortgage, we know we hear people say, well, I have to have a house, uh, home ownership, you need home so that you can have the, the deductions. But here we're talking about business, having a home-based business. If I rent an apartment or I'm renting from uh, someone's home, am I able to take advantage of these write-offs, uh, part of my rent as well? 
Absolutely, absolutely. What happens is the portion of the home that you are uh, deducting, um, let's say the office in your apartment, it makes up 10% of the total area of the apartment, then mm -hmm. you would be able to take 10% of the rent, 10% of the gas and electric, you know, 10% of the utilities in that, mm -hmm. uh, in that rental space. Unlike, you know, if you own the home, you can't take the mortgage. You can only take right. the interest, and you would only mm -hmm. take, let's, let's still use that same 10% deduction. You would only take 10% of the mortgage interest, 10% of the real estate taxes. So that's pretty much how it works. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's that's powerful when you look at how <laughs> how much money we're spending already anyway in living and 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 I guess what I the way it was explained to me um, when people would say well how can you do that well your business is renting space from you and just if if I went out to get a I guess a lease. Um, in a, a commercial building, I have to pay that lease. I've got to pay all those different things to that landlord. So your business is now, you're acting as the landlord to your business. Is that a good way to describe That's that? absolutely the best way to describe it. Um, wow. In, in other words, if you are, um, what you're actually doing is minimizing the overhead. In other words, if you're not renting a space, and you're not mm -hmm. paying that $2,000, $3,000 space in rental, you're utilizing the space in your home that you already have to pay for. So not only are you uh, not having to worry about the extra overhead, now you have an office in your home where you can even take even more deductions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it actually is to your benefit, if you can, to work out of your home because it saves you money, and you can and you can write off you know, a portion of your rent or your um, mortgage interest and taxes. Oh, this is awesome. I, I, I'm just loving this. Another one that you talked about, uh, great, great write-off, are the mileage. I know a lot of time um, we have the option of either writing off the actual miles driven or the actual expenses for an automobile. And a lot of times I think people just because of the hassle we have in our heads about the mileage, just write off the expenses. But mm -hmm. you, which one do you think is best? Well, actually, what I do for my clients is we determine, we actually use both and determine which mm -hmm. one gives gives us the better deduction. We can't actually use mm -hmm. both on the tax return, but we will Figure calculate it. the actual mm -hmm. expenses, and we'll calculate the mileage, and we'll see which one gives us the better deduction. So it depends on the company. It, I, mm -hmm. I can't say one is better than the other because sometimes one is better for you, and then the other one mm -hmm. may be better for someone else. But let me just back up for a second and explain the difference between actual expenses and using the standard mileage rate. So for 2010, the standard mileage rate for business is $0.50 cents per mile. And so with that, you would just document the number of miles that you've uh, driven for business, and mm -hmm. you would multiply those number of miles times the 50%, and it would give you a rate. Um, mm -hmm. However, if you choose not to use the standard mileage rate, you can use actual expenses. Now, actual expenses would include your gas, um, your oil, your parking fees, registration, repairs, tires, anything like that, um, that you use for your vehicle. Now, the other issue is you have to keep in mind that you would only take a percentage of those actual expenses because unless you use your car 100% for business, which most people don't do, you have to determine what percentage do you use this vehicle for business and then take the actual expenses based on that percentage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see, I see. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back from this break, we're going to bring on a gentleman that has a, a tool that you can use for, I mean, a nominal price that can actually change your life if you are a salesperson, you're insurance, uh, or you're in network marketing, anybody that's using their car and they are driving a lot of miles for the business, you want to stay tuned. Call your friends right Quick, tell them to dial 347-838-9278 or tune in at WealthySisters.com. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. 
Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Did you know the IRS will currently reimburse you 55 cents for every business mile you drive? Stop struggling with mileage logs and start turning your vehicle mileage into cash. TrackLog is the first comprehensive automatic mileage recording solution. Turn this small device on, easily track your mileage, and keep more of your money in your pocket. Purchase your TrackLog today at TRAKLOGG.com. That's TRAKLOGG.com. Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, and our very special guest today on The Money Show are Ms. Patricia Vinny, Mr. Douglas A.J., and Mr. Brian Green. We're talking about how to make money, how to keep money, and how to leave some behind. Uh, we've just been discussing how you can actually take advantage of all the tax deductions. Right now, we're going to go into the mileage team. And in order to do that, we want to bring on our sponsor, uh, one of our awesome sponsors for the Winter Summit, the Track Log Organization, Mr. Brian Green, who is the founder and developer. Are you on the line, sir? I am. I am on the line, Deborah. Thank you. Well, welcome to Wealthy Sisters today. We are so excited about this product that you have designed and you've developed. And would you please, please share more about it with us today? Sure, I certainly will. Um, let me just first let everybody know that I am a native of um, Northern California, recently been in Atlanta. And uh, just, just to share the story a little bit about how TrackLog evolved, I was basically, um, as Patricia was in corporate America and got caught up in the layoffs a few years ago and decided at that point I really needed to do something on my own. So my wife and I were in business together. Um, I did real estate investing. She did uh, a real estate brokerage. Neither of us kept track of our mileage. So at the end of the year, we would always look at each other and say, where's the mileage information? Nobody had it, which then meant that we had a couple of decisions to make. We could either choose to embellish the number, put it on our tax returns, and pray that we didn't get out of it, or to let that money go and just leave it sitting on the table and not deal with it at all and go ahead and file our taxes without any mileage deductions. So after doing that for a couple of years, we really hard, seriously looked around for a product that would allow us to keep track of our mileage without having to keep up with a cumbersome log book, manually writing that information down, because one of the issues is we never, ever remembered um, to keep track of it. As we're going on our day-to-day -day business, that's what we're doing, and at the end of the day or even the end of the week, it's like, wow, I didn't keep any mileage for that week. So after going through that, <laughs> I decided to just develop a track log product. Wow. And, and and because you had all that, that great IT background, you're just like, wait a minute, I, this it's got to be a better way, huh? Well, you know, what I did was I did some research. I looked around in the marketplace to see what was out there. And one of the keys for me was having a product that I could forget that I had with me. As long as I had it with me, it would do everything relative to keeping track of the mileage that I needed. And at the end of the day or week or duration of when I wanted to download it, just download it and create the detailed mileage report necessary in order to, as uh, Patricia mentioned numerous times, give me the record keeping and the documentation necessary to allow me to legitimately take advantage of that mileage deduction, which could be huge over time because we were driving easily uh, 15, 20,000 miles a year, which represents a deduction at 50 cents a mile of, of nearly $10,000 or more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want to explain uh, and make sure, Patricia, you're still there as well. So just we like to keep everything in layman's terms here for everybody. When we talk about $10,000 and a person is on their job and they've made uh, $60,000 that year in their income, because they have a home-based business, the IRS allows you to deduct from that income. Absolutely, it's dollar for dollar. And so, and so if that was 10000 that I'm saving on my mileage right there, then that means I made 60000 I can subtract 10000 from what I actually earned, thus reducing 
what I'm going to have to pay taxes on because now it's only showing 50000 Is that correct? You got it, Deborah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's how you win. That's how you win. That's how you win. Now, Brian, you got to tell us. I'm at home. I, I, I woke up. I've got to get out here. I have a n- numerous amount of appointments. I've got to get. I've got my daughter ready. She, I got her to the bus. It's time for me to get out here. I have like four appointments today, and then I've got to come back home, and then I've got to get my daughter from the bus, go back home, get her dinner, and run back out to another appointment. How am I going to keep up with my miles on a day like that? Well, it depends. If you had the track log system, it would be very, very easy for you to do so because here's the way the track log system works. It's a small device that you just carry with you. Turn it on at the beginning of your day, put it in your purse, your pocket, store it someplace in your car, and then just go. And you'll just do all of your activity on a day-to-day basis. Um, so for that entire day, as you're going to your appointments, as you're moving back and forth um, back home, you're going to forget you have that device with you. So it's going to keep track of when you started your trip, individual trip. It's going to keep track of when you ended your trip, so it'll give you start time and end time. It will give you the total miles driven for a particular segment of the trip. It will also include automatically with nothing for you to do um, the physical address of each of your start and stop locations. Okay? Wow. So it gives wow. you all of that information on a regular basis, and then all you have to do at the end of the day is download the information to a dashboard manager that we provide that will put all of your information in a very neat, easy-to-use format um, that will then allow you to create a mileage report. And then from that, you can designate a particular trip based upon whether or not it's personal, whether it's commute, whether it's business, whether it's medical. Mm-hmm. And there's definitions in, in the system that allows the system to know, based upon the purpose of the trip, um, mm-hmm. how to do the calculation relative to uh, tax reimbursement or, or tax deductions, I guess I should say. And when you say the dashboard, you're not talking about the dashboard or the car. You're talking about on the computer. So we take it. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, so this is what, how do I connect it to my computer? Is it, is it, is it something, a lot of uh, extra stuff I have to purchase? Or what is something, I mean, what does this cost and how do I connect it to my computer? Well, um, the, when we design TrackLog, and as you read in my bio, I am I am the VP of Shock Theory Interactive. So Shock Theory, um, who's my partner, worked in developing everything that you see on the front end and as well as everything associated with the look and feel of the product. So we designed the entire process from soup to nuts. We set it up such that it is a very simple, easy-to-use, one-button process. So all you do is you connect that device to your computer using a USB connector, Um, hit read, track log, it will bring all of that information downstream, put it on your, uh, the software, which we call the dashboard manager, linking it back to the dashboard in the car, but be in the place where you organize, sort, and manage all of your business mileage. So all of that information is right there. You can look at it. You can make your notes very simplistically. Um, So at the end of the day, you spend five minutes with track log, giving it the detail it needs relative to your day's trip, and then you're done. You never have to think about it again. At tax time, all you're going to do is uh, hit a button called print report, and it's going to produce for you all of the information necessary to provide to your CPA so that they can legitimately deduct the mileage from your tax return. Simple. So I know all of that. It's got to cost me a couple of grand because, I mean, it's, whew, I mean, all of that is going to do that? is going to do all of that. And here's the way we priced it. We looked at the marketplace, and we didn't want people to have to decide whether or not they were going to uh, put gas in their car or purchase this track log device. So we set the track log uh, price point at a very attractive $129.99 one-time charge. Wow. And for that, you get everything you need to operate the track log system. Um, and also included in that, there is a optional monthly subscription service that's available to you, but that's included with the 129 um, mm-hmm. for the first six months. At the end of that mm-hmm. six months, if you decide that um, the subscription-based service isn't important to you, uh, which is called My Trips, then you don't have to purchase that, and you don't have to pay another nickel beyond your $129.99 that you paid when you purchased the device, and it's yours, and it will operate until you lose it, break it, or throw it away. Wow, that is awesome. Now, I know you kind of mentioned, too, like for those parents that have teenagers, 
um, why would they want this? I mean, is it is it useful for that as well? Well, you know, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked because we designed TrackLog to be that mileage recording solution so that you could throw mm-hmm. away your mileage logbook. But there are mm-hmm. a number of applications that, you know, TrackLog could be useful for, one of which is teenage uh, driving behavior, a monitor. Um, mm-hmm. We have customers who have used it to put in the car of the teenage drivers just to make sure that they're going where they said they were going, to make sure that they weren't. Uh, driving too fast, uh, being able to take the start time and the end time and saying you drove too fast to get to that location, and actually seeing physically where they went on a on a linkage that's tied into Google Earth that allows you to see the actual route driven. So even though they went to the destination they said they were going to, you can see all of the intermittent stops along the way before they got <laughs> to their final destination. Whoa, we can't make those phone calls anymore like we used to play with, like, hey, is your refrigerator running because of caller ID and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> now you're saying we're driving. <laughs> we kind of kind of blocked here as well. But that, that, that technology is just so incredible. It's awesome. Now, I know you have been very gracious um, today in offering a special for our listeners. Do you want to talk more about that? Yeah, actually what we decided, Deborah, is that, you know, being a sponsor of your show, um, we wanted to offer your listeners the opportunity to um, begin to use TrackLog. So what we've done is we're offering today um, a special $10 off coupon for anybody that wants to go out to the website, either to the link that's on your site or going directly to www.tracklog.com. And when you purchase TrackLog, if you go down to the coupon code and insert the coupon code of WEALTHY, W-E-A-L-T-H-Y, then you will get a $10 off your TrackLog purchase. So instead of it being $129 today, it's $119.99 a day or today. And, you know, the thing to keep in mind is that at $0.50 a mile, if you're not keeping track of your miles today at all, then TrackLog will pay for itself um, with just mm, somewhere in the neighborhood of 60, 65 miles. And for us in Atlanta, 65 miles might be a one-way trip to a destination, not even including a return trip. Exactly, exactly. So, again, they can actually go to our website um, or your website, which is www.tracklogg.com, correct? correct? Yeah. Or you can also go and you'll see a banner on Wealthy Sisters, uh, www.wealthysisters.com, and be able to get that device as well. Well, Mr. Brian Green, I tell you, we thank you so much, first of all, for being obedient to the idea because a lot of times we get ideas and we don't act on them. And just think about how many people you are blessing um, with this incredible technology that you've created. Congratulations and, and thank you again. Thank you, thank you, Deborah. And you know, keeping true to that to that to that calling is very important because it was so easy to get overwhelmed by all of the things you needed to do to develop it. Um, but the right team and with the right obedience, you just walk by faith and not by sight and keep it moving. Amen. That is for true. Well, thank you so much as well. We're going to take another short break. Come back. We uh, also have on the line today uh, a gentleman that is an expert in the insurance industry. He's going to tell us today how you can create wealth uh, by using insurance. These are methods that the wealthy have been using for years. So we want you to stay close, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Was always running out of time. Do you wish you had more hours in a day? My name is Rita Cartwright and I'm a virtual assistant and owner of RJ's Word Processing Services. Start using your time wisely by outsourcing your administrative tasks to me, your virtual assistant. For more information, contact me today, toll free at 866-651-3073 or visit my website at rjswordprocessing.com. Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winter Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th and 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world who provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.thewintersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805. 
Well, hello, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters. I tell you, we have an awesome show today. Uh, you just heard from Mr. Brian Green with Track Law. Go to the website, www.traklogg.com. Get your tool today. Start saving on those mileage. You have a special discount of $10 coupon off today. Uh, you can use the code WEALTHY, W-E-A-L-T-H-Y, to be able to take advantage of that as well. Also, we want to open up the line today and bring on our very special guest, Mr. Douglas Aze, who is the CEO and founder of Largo Financial Services. Hello, and welcome to the show today. Well, hello, Deborah. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, we're very happy to have you, and thank you also as well for being a sponsor for the Wealthy Sisters Conference and Expo. We're always doing, you know, trying to make sure we do stuff to support, you know, um, business owners and especially when we see, you know, women making it happen because one thing I tell you, you know, I have a a number of ladies that work in my organization and they're top notch and, um, you know, I I, I love working with women and I love supporting women because it's it's just something that you just got to do because I come from a woman. My mother mother is someone (laughs) I, I love and cherish so much, so I make sure... Anything to do with women, you know, we support. Well, we definitely thank you for that as well, and thank you for recognizing the strength that women bring to the table. And uh, we definitely uh, are very proud to to learn more information about uh, Largo Financial Services and your philosophy and mission behind your company as well. Why don't you share a little bit with us about that? Well, you know, just to give a quick background, uh, myself, uh, I'm from, for those of you on the phone that could hear the accent, yeah, I'm from West Africa, Nigeria, and, um, you know, left Africa when I was 18 years old, you know, trying to find a, a way, um, you know, to get a, a better life. And, um, you know, moved out, and, and it was a tough sale to sell my dad on, on making, you know, having sending me abroad because I'm the youngest out of four. And uh-huh. um, he didn't want to do that first, but I had to, that's when I knew I was a great salesman when I sold him the idea, and he did it. But, um <laughs> <laughs> but what we've done, you know, being in, in financial service, um, you know, started off, yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to work in corporate America like the, the superstars you just heard um, share earlier. But I, I came into a country, I started working at IHOP, waiting table, when somebody introduced me to the financial service business. And um, I left that uh, um, company uh, as a waiter to start working in the financial service arena and, um, you know, work with different companies and finally, decided to set up my own organization because one thing I found real quick was, you know, I'm very curious. I ask a lot of questions, and every time I ask questions, people either get upset or, you know, asking me, why are you asking? Because I, I just want to know. I'm just tired <laughs> of, um, you know, doing the same thing everybody say you should do, and sometimes I, I don't think that's right. So right. we decided to set up a company and, um, in 2000, and, and we aligned ourselves with a, a great company, American Classic, out of Jacksonville, Florida, run by a, a very, very um, – influential guy that understands, you know, cares about people because that's so important, you know, caring about people. And uh, we aligned ourselves with, with that organization. Um, and um, just to improve financial intelligence of, of our clients, you know, make sure we educate clients and even agents that work with us in a simple way and easy to learn manner because, you know, people sometimes when it comes to finance, you know, people talk over people's heads. You know, you, they speak in the big, you know, English words, using all these big words and you know, investment words, and people just don't understand. They, and if you don't understand something, guess what you do? You stay away from me and you don't do nothing. So we, we right. say, you know what, we're going to make it simple. You know, like they, there's that, that KISS method that you hear on every multi-level marketing stuff. They say, <laughs> keep it simple, right? You know, right. So we make it that way. And then we want to provide clients with different options in order to achieve their financial goals. Because, you know, there's so many, there's no one way it doesn't fit everybody. You know, not everybody right. can invest in the stock market. Not everybody can invest, you know, be a real estate um, guru like Donald Trump. You know, so you got to give you options, and that's what we do. And then basically spread concept of building a wealth legacy because that's something that, you know, especially, you know, black folks. And, I mean, me coming from Africa, there's tons of rich folks in that country, especially Nigeria itself, you know, where they got the oil money. But one thing I found is when those people pass away, there's no wealth legacy passed on. You know, the mm. money might last about two, three years, and it's over. And I realize it's the same thing here. You know, only a mm-hmm. few people continue to build generational wealth. 
So that's something mm. that we do. Mm. That's powerful. And I know you do a lot of seminars. You host a lot of seminars, free seminars for churches and businesses and communities and things of that, and, and organizations like that. Um, one subject that you discuss in your seminars, particularly in the predominantly African-American audience, is the growing wealth disparity between blacks and whites. Now, according to a new study released, in, I believe, in 2010, it was found that on average, middle-income whites actually own more in assets compared to high-income now, this is amazing, high-income African-Americans. Why do you think this is happening, and what has your company done to address this issue? Man, you know, when I, I, I saw that study recently, I was blown away first. I mean, not that I wasn't surprised either because I kind of knew, you know, that's one reason why our company was set up because I knew, you know, we spend a lot of money, especially black folks. You know, we big consumers. We want to bling, bling. We want to do it, especially although, you know, you see all, uh, all these football players and make a ton of money, and they retire mm-hmm. with no money. And mm-hmm. that hurts my, my heart so much because you see guys that, are, you know, they do a very good job playing the spot, understanding the game, doing what they need to do. But then they mm-hmm. have the wrong advisors around them. So, you know, what we do with our um, seminars that we do, first we discuss, understand the power of life insurance and private equity banking, building a wealth legacy options and retirement planning, because most people don't understand life insurance at all. And not because mm-hmm. they don't want to. It's just the fact that, you know, everybody thinks life insurance is just for debt alone. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? We all know we're going to die. That's just for sure. So you can't escape that. But you know what the rich people understand is, if I if I know I'm going to die, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of the tax benefit that debt brings. And some people don't understand that. You're thinking, oh, you know, um, when I die, that's it. I don't want to leave money for this person or whatever. But that's not what you do with insurance. Insurance has its own benefit, especially when you have a company like insurance companies. They control one thing I always tell people first. Look around you. Insurance company controls 75% of the wealth in America. They, they own almost everything. And the task code is set up to benefit those companies. So where do I want to put my money? I'm going to put it with those companies that, are, first of all, they're stable, they understand, you know, what they're doing. And then, secondly, they're safe. And you don't have to pay taxes on some ways if you set it up correctly. So, and when it comes to the, the that statistics that they did, you know, you know, history, African-Americans, you know, have been economically disadvantaged in opportunities to gain wealth due to discrimination. You know, that's back in the day, you know, and, and, and studies that they've done years ago indicated that most financial service firms and institutions do not focus efforts on reaching out to, you know, the African-American population, partly because we, we tend not to want to do anything with financial services or lack of financial education among African-Americans. So what we try to do is bring it home, you know, go, you know, do in-home discussion sessions with family members or groups or whatever because people – especially, you know, we got to do what our people love. You know, they want to sit around their family members on a, you know, on a, on a couch and just talk about finances and mm-hmm. without being intimidated. And uh, mm-hmm. we do those discussion sessions in homes, in churches, and just to make it a little bit easier for people to understand. And whenever we finish seminars, people come up to me and say, Douglas, you know, in my 20 years of living, you know, nobody's ever explained this stuff the way you did. You know, I've seen stuff on TV, I've seen stuff on the radio, people push, you know, stuff. One thing we say in our companies is, you know, there's no one product that fits everyone. The best thing to always do, once you understand what something is, then it's a lot easier for you to make a decision and see if it works for you and your family. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm I'm just I'm loving everything that you're talking about. You know, you know, we've had these conversations and and just the whole fact of this private equity banking that term, <laughs> <laughs> private equity banking and tax-free retirement. Could you just take a, a a few minutes and explain to us what is private equity banking and how does it work to create tax-free retirement? Man, uh, um, you know. Uh, the, the the sister earlier, uh, and I'm definitely going to meet the CPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patricia, mm-hmm. we going to definitely sit because she's right not not too far from us um, in Maryland as well. So we're going to definitely meet and network. And we have actually um, a, a seminar that we do for free for for women. We call the Women mm-hmm. Wellness. You know, um, it's coming up in October second, 
um, <laughs> one of our top ladies, Deborah Short, is going to be hosting that, so we won't get that out. But one thing, private equity banking, you know, she talked about the credit card interest on business credit cards. I, I built my, I mean, come on. I, when I first came into the, I didn't have no credit. My credit was bad as bad as credit can be, you know. But <laughs> I built my credit once I understood the system. First of all, you gotta understand the credit game, you know, because everything in this in 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 the in the world is is a game. You gotta understand the game to play the game. You gotta know what you're doing. That's why the football, <laughs> you know, players, the Tiger Woods. I mean, he understands the game and he practices and becomes better every day. But when it comes mm-hmm. to the money game, you got to know the rules to the game. And that's one thing I too chose to learn. So when it came to, you know, what's private equity banking, is a way for you to own your own bank. Let me say that again. Own your own bank. Without, you know, the same way, you know, companies, rich folks benefit. And it's just some simple tool. What is it? Life insurance. You know, I'll tell you what I do. And I, I always use me as an example because, you know, I built a deck in my house on a fence. I use money from my own bank to do it. You know, people always say, oh, I don't know, borrow money from an insurance policy. Borrow money. Well, you borrow money every day. You borrow money in your, for your house, you're paying high interest rate on it. You borrow money in your credit card, you're paying interest on it. You borrow money for your car, you're paying interest on it. But why don't you borrow money from your own self? You know, because <laughs> you're listening to everybody else tell you, oh, it's wrong to borrow money from insurance policies, this. Man, they're lying. They don't understand what the insurance is. You know, if the uh-huh. code. You know that, the, and you know um, Patricia. I mean, I, I, you know she knows about the task code. There's a task code called 7702. You, you know, the audience they could Google that. You know, it's 7702 IRS task code. Check it out and read up on that. You know, if IRS <laughs> is giving you a, a benefit, you better take advantage of it. Now, the other problem is most insurance agents don't understand this stuff. They just focus on their commission and that's it, and they keep moving. You know, well, <laughs> I chose to understand the system and understand what insurance is. So what we do is show our clients how you could use life insurance because it's not just for debt. It's for a way for you to benefit from and get money from your own insurance policy, first of all, tax-free because you're going to loan the money to yourself. So what I do is this. I built up, I, you know, I have a credit card for my business. You know, it's a business credit card. I use it for miles and everything. I get to fly business class. I, I don't pay no five seven thousand $7,000 for business class. I get miles for that. But when my bill comes, before the insurance, because the credit card company ain't going to make a dime off of Douglas. So what I do is um, I loan the money from my insurance policy as a loan to my business. So now my uh-huh. business owes me money because uh-huh. I just loaned them a money to pay off their credit card that the business owes me, uh-huh. uh, owes uh-huh. whatever credit card company. Now the company owes me money. Now I got to pay that money back to my insurance policy whenever I choose to. Well, guess what? The insurance company understands that Douglas is going to die one day. He's going to die. So if he dies, we still have his million-dollar policy. We're going to be able to take our money and pay off the debt, whatever Douglas owes, and still give the rest of the money to his family. But in the meantime, when Douglas chooses to pay that loan back, which is whenever you want to, no creditor is calling me saying, Douglas, give us money. Douglas, we're going to foreclose your power. Douglas, this. Where's your money, Douglas? They don't say that. I do whatever I want. And whenever I'm ready, I just call the insurance company and say, hey, um, they say, what's you know, they ask the customer, beautiful woman or, or guy that answers the phone and says, um, what can I do for you, sir? I said, well, I need to um, put money back in my insurance policy. Oh, okay. Do you want to send us a check or do you want us wire it? I say, okay, I just, you know, you could just draft it out of my account and pay it back. And then when you access money from your insurance policy, there's two ways you could do it. You could do a withdrawal you do a loan. I always say, do a loan. Just loan the money to yourself. And they, they, they don't ask you any questions. They don't ask you what you need the money for. They just The only question they're going to say is, where do you want us to send the money to? So you don't have to go home at night, Lord. Please let me get this loan. Please, no. please let them call. Call. Oh, I hope my credit right. Oh, this. You don't have to go through all of that. <laughs> you don't have to do none of that because, but you know, like everything else, you know, you gotta build up the build the money up in there first. And there's uh-huh. a, see, the thing is, there's, when I when it comes to private equity banking, there's the minimum or the what they call the target premium that the insurance company requires you to put in for the policy. So basically all you're doing is they say, you know what, you need to pay up this amount to keep your insurance policy in force. Uh-huh, now, uh-huh. that's what the agents get commission on, the target. So most okay. agents stop the education at that because, you know, it's all about money. How much do I make at this? They stop the education on that. Well, I chose to figure out what so most of there's a limit that the IRS say you could put into this policy if you want to. You can't go over this limit. 
based on your age and your the amount of life insurance you're buying. Now, if you put up to this limit every year, you have a bank. Mm-hmm. And that limit, yes. most agents don't get paid off of it, so the managers don't bother teaching them about it, so they don't really care because, you know, again, so we choose to talk about it and educate our clients and say, listen, you need to do up to that limit. And the good news with that is unlike a 401K or an IRA or Roth or any of those things, there's a limit on how much you could contribute to those um, um, programs every year. Uh-huh. And it doesn't move with you. But in an insurance policy, it rolls to the next year. What do I mean by that? Well, let's say your limit is $5,000 this year, and you can only contribute $3,000 into that policy this year. Well, next uh-huh. year, you still have $2,000 that you've not put in. So now next year, you could do 7000 In 10 years, you could do $20,000 and dump into your insurance policy. And wait, and, 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 and when you're saying it's this limit, what's so important about this limit? Is this a write-off? No, the limit is so that if you go over, because the IRS has to control this stuff, because if they don't, people are going to abuse it. You know, right. when this stuff first started, people were taking advantage of it because it was so, because this is the, the situation. There's the first policy, the first life insurance that ever came out was term insurance. That was the okay. first life insurance that ever came out, term insurance. Okay. And insurance okay. companies, you know, they were they weren't selling a lot because people didn't want to buy term because they were like, man, you know, if I die, it's only for death. So the insurance company went back and they redesigned because they always stayed ahead. And they came up with a policy called whole life insurance. Whole life uh-huh. insurance came out and they started selling a ton of that. Then, you know, another company came and said, listen, buy term invest the difference. And and they killed the insurance company and, uh, and beat them up so bad. The insurance company said, you know what? All right, you say buy term invest the difference. Well, let's design a new product. And they designed a product called Universal Life. Because, again, remember, Insurance companies are going to stay in business. When I'm dead and gone, they're going to be in business for 100 years, 200 years, 300 years. So they're going to, if you say to them, this is the best thing to happen, and they say, well, okay, you know what? We got beat one time. We're not going to get beat again. So they came up with a powerful product called Universal Life, which is a, which is a true buy-term investment difference. But some of those people that say buy-term investment difference, they don't even understand the UL policy. So in our company, do we sell term? Yeah, we sell term. We have one of the best term in the marketplace. Do we sell whole life? Yeah, we sell whole life policy because there's people that it, it fits. Do we sell universal? Yeah, we sell universal life policy. You know, but the one we talk about a lot of time and we show people is the buy term invest different in the universal life policy that does some stuff for you. So the, what the IRS has done is they say, you know what, if you're going to put into this, there's a limit just to uh-huh. avoid people abusing it. Now, you could increase that limit by increasing the size of your life insurance policy. That's why rich folks start with their children. See, a lot of people uh-huh. always say, oh, I don't want to put no life insurance on my children. Well, insurance is so cheap on kids. So guess what rich people do? They put a million, two million, three million dollars, four million dollars on a child. By the time that child turns 65, because they're not looking for the child to die right now. You know, right. They're looking to build wealth. Seven million, ten. By the time that child turns 70, 80 years old, that policy is worth 100, 200, 300 million dollars. That goes wow. to the cross tax free. Tax free. You could leave somebody 20 different properties. You could leave them a land, real estate, whatever, and you die. And, or the person don't even pay the tax on it, the property tax on those properties. IRS is going to take the house, foreclose. But they don't do it on an insurance policy. People don't understand how powerful life insurance is. And that's oh, wow. why we're so passionate about sharing that information and letting everybody know. Don't believe well, the hype. And you know what? It happened, you know, last year, 2000, what, what was it? Um, last year, the stock market crashed. A lot of uh-huh. business went out of business. Uh-huh. You know, the same thing happened in 1929. Guess who, uh-huh. who benefited from that? You know, somebody, um, first of all, the Kennedys benefited from that. But the um, J.C. Penney was about to go out of business. J.C. Penney, you all know that company. They were about to go out of business. But right. the man, he had a $3 million life insurance policy. And he took cash out of that policy to save his business. Just imagine wow, well, have firm. Well, we're going to have to have you come back <laughs> definitely on the show. This is just as awesome. We only have about 60 seconds left. Uh, please go ahead and give us your website so that everybody can reach out to you uh, quickly. Okay. It's um, www.lagofinancialservices.com. That's L-A-R-G-O, financialservice.com. Or you could just Google Douglas Aze, and you see a whole bunch of You probably see my wedding stuff, too, because I'm getting married in November. I'm so excited about that. Because the young lady is so awesome. 
Oh, that's beautiful. And they can find you on Facebook as well. Also, Patricia, please give your phone number uh, so that everybody can reach out to you. 410-597-8009. Wow, we just heard, had an awesome show today. Thank you so much to all of our listeners and uh, tuning in. And any questions you have in the chat room, we will uh, do send an, uh, a message to our, our show guest as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for next week. We'll be back with another awesome show. Enjoy your day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.